Well, welcome everybody. Get yourselves strapped in, because this one's going to be different. Over the past few weeks, some, uh, some things have been going on, and the big balls are no longer within the same sack. That's right. The big balls have split up, kind of. Um, not as an entire group. We're, we're hopefully still going to get together and do some podcasts. Big Balls Wrestling Federation will not die. We will still have a full gear review, hopefully next week, and we'll hopefully start doing more AEW Dynamite reviews and AEW Dynamite Fantasy and things like that. We'll hopefully all still continue. But for now, the Big Balls no longer all live together on the Big Balls compound. Uh, Each of us has decided to start growing up decisions have been made and we're and things are gonna be a little bit different around here like I said the only big change for now is that I'm going to add a new format and it's basically gonna be a whole second podcast it's gonna be a big balls production but it's gonna be just me just Dwight De Niro sitting right here and each and every week I am going to talk about this thing that I call the pro wrestling journey. Now, what exactly is that? It's this incredible journey that we all get to take via the vehicle of professional wrestling. For each and every one of us out there that watches professional wrestling, there's something that drew us in, and there's something that made us stick around. We find new things to love. We find things that we hate. And boy, do a lot of you find things to hate. That is the opposite of my goal for this podcast. I want to find the things that I love. I want to sit down and tell you guys why I love them and hopefully reach the ears of somebody who needs pro wrestling and can find something to love as well. So each week, I am going to sit down choose a match, I'm going to pause the podcast, let you know where I'm starting it at, and we're going to all sit down and watch it together like a nice family, because that's what we're going to do. I want to sit down every week, watch an amazing match of professional wrestling, and be able to explain how it made me feel then, how it makes me feel now, what I love What I loved then, I guess, what I love now, what's still the same, and how this match impacted my view on professional wrestling and the journey that it is. Um, Obviously, we're not going to watch any matches with commentary or crowd noise. It's it's really just a watch-along podcast. If you want to have the commentary and crowd noise and stuff in the background of your own thing, that's your choice. Um, I kind of want to take it in as raw as possible. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) haha. But, with that being said, I want to officially welcome everybody to the Sound of the Bell podcast, a professional wrestling journey.
December 10th, 2007 is the day my pro wrestling journey began. It was the first time that I ever tuned in to Monday Night Raw. And honestly, what a freaking amazing Raw that is to tune into to for the first time. It was the 15th anniversary show, and immediately, the first match of the night is, is the match we're going to watch today. Um, so if you have the WWE Network, or if you can find it on YouTube, whatever you want to do, we're going to fire it up, and we're going to select Carlito versus Jeff Hardy in an Intercontinental Championship ladder match. So this match kicks off 20 minutes into the show, and no, we're not going to talk about the Hornswoggle, illegitimate Vince McMahon child thing beforehand. We're not going to talk about it. We're, we're not. We might. We might talk about it later. But for those of you with, with the network, go ahead, skip the 20 minutes and 15 seconds in, and immediately you're greeted with this beautiful picture of the Intercontinental Championship. That was literally the moment I tuned in, was this camera angle. At least in my memory it is. And let's go ahead and let's get into this. Let's press play. So immediately they pan out. You see the, the crowd, the energy, the, the everything going on. Lillian Garcia welcoming everybody to the arena, letting them know that this is a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. They zoom back in. The music starts bumping. The purple lights start flashing. And out comes this wild dressed in black with a yellow studded belt wearing white and band white and black armbands with holes in them and this blue and blonde and purple hair like who the heck is this guy was my immediate thought well it was who the heck is this guy and why the hell does he look so cool um personally i was a pretty alternate quote-unquote kind of kid but I, I was obviously always like the the quiet kid in class and uh Jeff just immediately was an idol to me like the second he walked out it just clicked with me and I know that doesn't get to happen for everybody and it's it's really amazing that that Jeff was the first thing that I was able to tune into and and someone like me was able to see him like right away it, it was really something and then out out comes Carlito looking scary with his with his afro and he spits in the face of people who don't want to be cool and man was that cool like what like this dude just spits at apples in people's faces when he thinks they're not cool that's cool that's cool as shit he's got a sick goatee that's what I would say now this is the if I, if I was watching this match for the first time immediately my eyes would be drawn to Jeff again just just cuz he's so my style of person I guess but I I could definitely see somebody being like immediately connected to Carlito and immediately Carlito jumps out of the ring grabs a ladder Jeff slides misses a drop kick and a ladder right into the face from Carlito wow I have not sat down and watched this match in a really long time. They get going pretty quick. Carlito pushing the ladder into the ring, getting in himself. 
And immediately, like, I had no idea what the heck a ladder match was, how you won it, the history of it. I didn't know kayfabe. I didn't know anything like that. I didn't know wrestling was was wrestling. And so it was just such a, a shock to go straight into a ladder match. Jeff goes for a twist of fate, misses, and there's a big clothesline there. Wow. But, like, straight into a ladder match. From not watching a single thing of professional wrestling before, maybe hearing kids talk about it, that's probably why I tuned in, was hearing my friends talk about it. The few friends I had. And now Carlito just going to work on Jeff in the corner. But like I said, I was a, I was a very Jeff Hardy type kid. I, I loved dyeing my hair colors. I listened to metal music. Oof, Jeff just throwing the ladder in Carlito's face. Ladders and corners, always bad news in my opinion. There's always just such an extra risk of danger. Especially a spot like this where Jeff's going for, where he's going to put Carlito's face now on the ladder. And I remember the spot, this is future me now, jumping jumping forward. I think it was a No Mercy, like 2006 or something like that. Jeff misses it there, thank God. But he hit Joey Mercury with that move when and Matt was holding his head to the ladder and it, it was a, one of the most infamous botches in history, and Joey Mercury just his entire face just explodes. So I was always worried about people in the front row, like right there, like when that ladder's coming. Like I've never gotten to sit personally in the front row, but I would imagine you'd be so scared when that ladder was coming down, like oh shit, Jeff the. Coming off the ropes and this drop kicks him and Carlito goes back first into a ladder set up on the barricade. Yikes. And just a 10-year-old me seeing that. Seeing some guy just go get kicked into a ladder. Uh, and imagine how, I mean, those are, those are ladder ladders. Like, they're, yeah, they're like carbon fiber, but they're still carbon fiber and aluminum. Like, it's still gonna hurt getting, like. There was no give in that one. Now Jeff back in the ring on his own, setting up his own ladder. And just how cool does Jeff Hardy look? Like with that, that like claw beard thing he's got going on. All the different colors of his hair. I remember the spot that's coming. Carlito's going to jump. Yep. Off of the top rope, springboard onto the ladder. First time I had seen that. I, I, think, I think Shelton Benjamin does it very well. Ooh, almost a botch. Saves it. Sunset flip power bomb to the oh, all the way to the mat, off the top of the ladder. What a freaking move! But Shelton Benjamin, that like huge running clothesline where the ladders set up on one another. And then they come back to commercial break, and this is, I think, the first like ingrained wrestling memory I have. I remember this spot so well. Jeff has a ladder set up in the corner, like standing. And then he climbs to the top turnbuckle, gets the, gives the crowd the, the gimme some, let me hear it, and then jumps over the ladder looking for a leg drop and completely misses. And just lands straight on his legs and tailbone. Like, I couldn't even imagine how much that would hurt. That's just got to be brutal. And then they have that, that quote-unquote Wiley Coyote cam, I think is what Jerry Lawler always called it. From the top of the top of the stadium, I guess. 
now Smart Me is noticing immediately Carlito goes to work in the the left leg of Jeff. Oh, and the right leg, so I guess both. Now he goes to grab the ladder. What's he gonna do? Ah, he's just gonna he's just gonna set it down. Oh no. Oh no, Carlito. Gonna put his leg in between the ladder. And he's just gonna stomp on it. Ugh. Imagine just 10 years old watching some dude put another dude's leg in a ladder and just stomping on that ladder. Not knowing, like, anything. And just... Uh. And he's going to throw the ladder on the ladder with his leg in the ladder. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I could only imagine JR's freaking out right now. And that's another part of it, the, the commentary. I know we're lacking that, and I'm, I'm providing a shitty substitute. But JR, what a talented man he was back in the day. Immediately, his voice hooked me as well. Just because he's got that, that iconic southern drawl. And he so eloquently kind of... Well, not eloquently. It's rough. But in its own way, it's eloquent. You know, with the slob. Like, he's got his own own things. With his slobber knockers and his Oklahoma stuff. Like, it, it just all works for him. Oh, man. That was brutal. Carlito staring at the gold. Staring at the gold. All the time. I can notice that now. Little things you just didn't notice that, that played a big part in the story, I think. Which is really cool to kind of go back and watch watch matches. Hopefully we get to go back and watch a, a bunch more like this. Uh, I think another match we might go back and watch Jeff Hardy-wise, which will, will be a lot. Uh, will definitely be a, a random Raw one, though. Will be him versus Shawn Michaels before the 2008 Elimination Chamber at No Way Out. Uh, arguably my favorite match of my childhood, I think. Just, I don't even know why. No, chop block by Carlito. Really working over the leg. A random memory from this Raw. I fucking despised Shawn Michaels the second I saw him. Uh, I think at some point after this match, he has like a, a vignette, a, a talking head, basically. And he's explaining his feud versus Orton and the whole time for literally no reason. And this is at the point where everybody loves Shawn Michaels. I could not fucking stand him as a 10-year-old child. I really don't know why. But I immediately loved Jeff, obviously. And Triple H I also loved very early on. Even and, and like as my, my wrestling taste grew... Uh, I, I loved Edge, but I hated him. I, I loved to hate Edge, I guess, early on. And then as I went back and watched everything, I, I appreciate him as what he was and what he did. Man, what a backdrop that was. And that ladder did not give an inch and stayed perfectly. That would have hurt so much more if that ladder would have went to the ring. Jeff's selling the shit out of his leg. Boom. But that's also going to be an interesting balance of going back and watching certain matches of guys like Shawn Michaels or Edge, who I despised when I was a child. And and now that I have like a love and appreciation for the business, big swanton by Jeff. Woo! That's the best finisher in wrestling history, in my opinion, the swanton. Especially the, the, the big ones he hits, like the one in Orton, late 2008. Or early 2008? 
is that before the Rumble? That's in like so in like four of four weeks after this, I think. Jeff was just immediately doing crazy stuff. So I guess he was immediately in that like main event picture before he got suspended. I remember finding out when he got suspended before WrestleMania twenty four. I was looking up wrestling on the like computer lab at school and found out he was suspended for thirty days due to a drug violation and I had no idea what that meant. Or a substance abuse policy violation or some shit like that. I had no clue what that meant. And I, I was literally already counting down the days until he came back. And I remember, I, I think I, I figured it out the week he came back. Because I didn't know where he was for weeks. I was like, man, I really miss Jeff. I wonder what happened. And then I, I found the article and then he returned. Oh, huge backstabber on the ladder. And Jeff just laid out. That had to hurt. Uh, Carlito staring at the gold staring at the gold go get that gold Carlito spit at him but young me like wasn't was never Im- impacted by like the stuff Jeff Jeff did out of the ring so he was he was always like this huge idol of mine and he still is to this day I, I, I think Jeff Hardy's incredible as Carlito ascends to the top of the ladder is he gonna do it climbing real slow bud Checking the ladder at every step. Can't miss step. Oh, Jeff's already getting up and climbing. Oh. Is he gonna? Is he gonna? Carlito falls. Anytime I watch Jeff pull a championship down from the top of the ladder, I can only think of when JR's screaming at him to make his dreams come true to beat The Undertaker in that match. Obviously, Jeff Jeff wins it right there. Huge, huge win. And I think the this is the go-home show for Armageddon, I think. And at Armageddon, he beats Triple H to get into the main event of the Royal Rumble to face Randy Orton. He has that crazy match with Umaga in that steel cage where he hits the whisper in the wind from the top. And then he hits that like 60-foot or 35-foot or something like that. Swanton from the scaffolding. How freaking cool is Jeff Hardy coming down off the ladder like that? But that was our that was our first match, and I don't know. Hopefully, I did an all right job walking through it and and following along. But the the thing I I immediately took away from that match was just how wild the world of professional wrestling was, and how immediately there was this figure that just clicked and resonated with me to a, on just a whole nother level that I hadn't really gotten to experience before. I, I wasn't a huge sports kid. I wasn't super into baseball still, and still am not. I wasn't into football quite yet. I wasn't in middle school, so I couldn't play it or anything. And so I, I, I just never had those common activities until I started watching wrestling and I started making friends watching wrestling. And, and that was that, that first that first pebble on the journey, it, it was the first match that I saw, and it, it immediately hooked me. I, I keep saying immediately because it was such a quick effect of just loving professional wrestling because of this one guy, Jeff Hardy, in this one match on December 10th, 2007, the date I can never forget because it's the date that I, I got to begin my journey the thing I'm most passionate about, the thing I love most. And 
the goal of this podcast is to reach out to people and find that for them. Um, I want to watch as much wrestling as possible. Um, I love it. I love learning about it. I love talking about it. And that's why I needed to have another platform. And my only hope, I keep, I keep trying to repeat this, but my only hope is that this falls on somebody's ears who's in a tough spot like I was when I first needed professional wrestling and it impacts them like it did me. And there is something out there for everybody. I have a sticker on my water bottle that says it. It says wrestling is for everyone because it truly is. There is something out there for everyone. Whether you like comedy or serious wrestling or entertainment or actual professional wrestling like on AEW, there's a pathway out there for you. And I just want to help get you started on that journey. And in itself, this podcast is going to be a journey. I, I can't wait to experience all these emotions and feelings again in front of all you guys. And bear my heart of my journey and through professional wrestling. And we'll see where things go. Um, until then... Everybody can obviously follow me at the Dwight De Niro on Twitter. You can follow the company at Big Balls Are on Twitter. And you can follow this podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcast at Big Balls Are. And you can find us on SoundCloud at Big Balls Are. This will be on that channel under Sound of the Bell Podcast. Thank you guys. For allowing me this time if you did listen and I can't wait to go on this journey with each and every one of you